0: Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. 20 minutes past 11 o'clock. That is the time you, my friend, are listening to Radio 2000. And we're about to talk about energy drinks and children. And you know they love energy drinks. La Bun Bun. And you ask yourself, who? what is the flavor? Why? Why do you like these things so much? Because you've got so many options. There's water, number one. There is juice, number two. And if push comes to shove, there's a fizzy drink that you can drink, but they want energy drinks, and I just don't get it. And that's why we're going to un- we're going to be unpacking the health implications of energy drinks on children with dietitian Omi Naidu. This is part of Doctor's Note. Omi, good morning.
1: It's a very good morning to you and your listeners, and thanks for having me on the show.
0: So we saw the hype around Prime. We saw people queuing, going mad. And, uh, you know, one would think, oh, it's just a harmless drink, man. Let the kids have fun. And I want to start off our conversation by saying, what is the difference, or rather asking, what is the difference between hydration drink and an energy drink?
1: Okay, so a hydration drink is usually something that has energy, so it's in the form of glucose Mm -hmm. or carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. It has electrolytes like sodium and potassium, and it's usually used to replenish somebody after a sporting activity, so they become dehydrated and they rehydrate. Yeah. The difference then is when you look at an energy drink, these may or may not have carbohydrates, but what they do have is stimulants and those stimulants the most or the worst one is caffeine at a very high content mm. and so that's where the two differences come in just at the outset it's clear to mention that prime has released an energy drink or not an energy drink but more a hydration drink
0: oh okay meaning that
1: it's, it doesn't have caffeine it's, they do have a variant that's very high in caffeine but that's not launched in South Africa as yet however the prime that is released doesn't have carbohydrates. It's got something called artificial sweetness. Oh. And in that, there's some evidence with adults that's been shown that when they have a lot of sweetness, it affects the gut microbiome, meaning the, the gut and the bacteria, and that affects the way the body handles glucose. So in, in essence, it causes a higher risk for diabetes in adults. What it does in kids, we don't know as yet.
0: Oh, my goodness. And what are the potential health risks that come with children consuming these energy drinks? We still don't know. Have we done studies?
1: So there's there's quite an abundance when we're talking energy drinks of what are the negative effects. So mm. when we say energy drinks, remember, we're not saying that's the prime that's available. It's probably the prime that's coming onto our shores in a month or two. Mm. So when we're looking at the, the negative effects, definitely the high caffeine intake is linked to a higher blood pressure, hmm. sleep disturbances, headaches, tummy aches, hyperactivity. As well as, you know, aside from just the physical uh, sort of medical conditions that happen with with a high energy intake or high energy drink intake, there's a study that came out of Finland and it was published in March this year in the British Medical Journal of Medicine. And what they found was that when adolescents had these energy drinks they exhibited a higher risk of having more smoking more cannabis use more alcohol usage problematic social media usage poor food choices so telling us that yes there's medical physical problems with the body but it predisposes giving a young adult or a child high caffeine can sometimes affect the reward pathways in the brain and get them to go down a path of poor choices in life in general. If you're looking at alcohol, cannabis, smoking, and it's all to do with altering the reward pathway. Because we know caffeine starts to create a dependency in the brain. We all, as adults, have it. Where if you don't have your morning coffee, your your mood is not right. You feel irritable. You can't concentrate as usual. Yeah. Sorry, I'm saying a lot, but it's just such a it's such an uh, abundant evidence that's out there, and it's, I think we need to make more of a noise about it
0: my jaw is on the floor. Like, my jaw, which you having said all of that, given us all that information, my jaw is on the floor. And I'm even scared to ask my next question. Can they have these drinks in moderation? Or in actual fact, we shouldn't even be uh, buying them for our children.
1: Okay, so the American Academy of Pediatrics, they're, they're an international body for that specializes with, with kids. And they recommend no caffeinated Coffee, tea, soda, sport drinks, or any other things that have caffeine for kids under the age of twelve. Mm. I'll repeat that: no caffeinated product for kids under the age of twelve. To parents, that translates to they should not be having colas, as an example. Mm. They have high caffeine. They should not be having normal tea. They need to have rooibos tea because normal tea has, has caffeine, caffeine now where this comes in as extremely important is that caffeine directly impacts bone health now as a child sure. they need what's called calcium bone deposition we're getting a bit in depth here sorry yeah, yeah yeah but what that basically happens is that the calcium affects the the caffeine affects the calcium bone absorption so in essence having too much of caffeine affects the bone health in the long term and we know in these years that's the time the bones are meant to get stronger and harder and longer. But caffeine can interfere with that. So, this is where the statement comes from. The American Academy of Pediatrics saying nothing for those below 12. And for those between 12 and 18, they can have about 100 milligrams of caffeine per day. So, that equates to about a cup of a regular coffee, or it could be two sodas, or it could be a cup of two cups of normal tea. So, mm-hmm. in essence, 12 to 18 is where you can have some caffeine. But below 12 we shouldn't be giving anybody caffeine
0: yeah let's talk addiction right because there are uh, people that talk about uh, you know addiction to caffeine can this happen to our little ones as well can they be
1: addicted Yes yeah, so it definitely creates a dependency so meaning that you needed to maintain your energy level you maintain you needed to maintain your your concentration but what's an even scarier topic is you know when we're looking at energy drinks, we've seen that those kids that are overweight are, are more likely to have it. Mm. But also, those kids that are underweight, we actually see them use energy drinks that don't have sugar. So there are those that have sweeteners yeah. and a whole lot of caffeine. Those that are underweight and that have eating disorders tend to use that a lot to try and prevent them from getting hungry through mm. the day and feeding into that addiction of the body image that they're trying to achieve.
0: Yo, let's talk alternatives. Uh, uh, what what can I give them uh, as opposed to giving them these energy drinks?
1: So definitely, you know, things like fruit juice. Yeah. Lots of milk-containing products because we think milk is high in calcium.
0: Mm. Calcium
1: is good for the bone health.
0: For the bones, yes.
1: And and also, you must remember that when we are giving them energy drinks, usually if they have caffeine in it, caffeine is what we call a diuretic, meaning that it causes you to lose water. Mm-hmm making them dehydrated so the fundamental is making sure that the child gets to at least six to eight glasses of water to ensure that they have adequate hydration just to know that if you're not well hydrated that can affect your concentration levels as well Got it. it's funny you know some of them have the energy drinks to improve their concentration but in actual fact the caffeine makes them so dehydrated that it affects their concentration negatively
0: yeah I I want us to get into these labels that are, uh, you know, that are behind the bottle or on the bottle or the can, because it can get so complicated at times. And you just see high energy and you think, oh, no, it's fine, my darling. You can you can drink this. Uh, How do we then understand the labeling on these energy drinks? What should we be looking out for? What's a red flag?
1: Okay, so just the first thing, when we're looking at besides the table, when you're looking at the ingredients list,
0: mm.
1: everything listed in the ingredients, from what is making up the most in that product to what's making up the least. So, if you're seeing anything related to sugar in mm. the first five, that's telling you that most of that product is made up of sugar. Yes. So that's just an easy way if you're looking at the ingredient list. But when you look at the table of what what's in the product, it's important to see how much of sugar, knowing that. Per five grams, it equates to one teaspoon. So if you're drinking or your child is having something that's 500 ml and it says in that it contains 40 grams of sugar mm. or carbohydrates, that's telling you this equivalent of you giving your child a cup of tea with eight teaspoons of sugar. Oh
0: my goodness.
1: So you just got to try and you know, divide it. If you look at how many grams of sugar, and then what you're looking out for as well is things like caffeine, taurine, ginseng, how much of these stimulants are actually in there. Remember, we're sure. saying that 100 milligrams for those between 12 and 18 is safe. Yeah. Anything above 100 milligrams is going to cause all of those negative things we spoke about. Sure.
0: For parents that want to get a hold of you so that they can correct their children's diet or maybe correct the their addiction to energy drinks, where can they get a hold of you, Omi?
1: Sure. Our our room numbers are 033-342-1146. That's 33 1146 we do virtual consults, so it allows us to access patients in the comfort of their home. Mm-hmm. And our website is www.dietitian-sa.co.za. www.dietitian-sa.co.za.
0: And on social media, do you perhaps have an Instagram page, a Facebook page, a Twitter page? Yes.
1: Yes. The practice name is Nutrition Wellness. It's quite an unusual spelling. It's mm-hmm. N-E-W-T-R-I-C-I-O-N. Wellness dietitians. You can find us on Facebook and there's lots of free information and guidance for your kids and for yourself.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much for your time and this information as well. Thanks Anne. Thank you.
1: Radio two thousand
0: podcast.